Fabinho gets a crossing. It's towards Wilmer. Chastain will take it. She missed a penalty kick against China in the Algarve Cup and they lost that game. Go! Lloyd with Morgan streaking. She's chipping the goalkeeper! Welcome to Settle the Score. I am Allison. I'm Madeline. And we have some exciting games to talk about. Two exciting games to talk about, to be exact. Yep. I actually just returned from the land of our enemies. <laughs> Sweden. Sweden. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> the land of our enemies. The United States has a lot of enemies. That's true. Let's Soccer enemies. Our biggest soccer enemy right now to me is Sweden. Obviously, we need to beat them in the group stage of the World Cup coming up, and it was very cool to get a a close look at our competition. (laughs) No, I didn't see any games. There weren't any when I was there. But I did did keep seeing signs for Tyriso. I didn't say that right, 100%. But Tyriso. No, it's still wrong. It doesn't sound Swedish. I don't think I can say Swedish words, like at baseline. I'm going to try. (laughs) But I did get very excited because so many American players have gone... And played over there, you know, I would be walking down the street getting my fika in Stockholm, thinking, (laughs) oh, maybe Kristen Press walked down this street once. She absolutely did. I'm sure that street she walked down. Also, our favorites, Ashlyn Harris, Allie Krieger, both played there for a period of time. So, good, great team. Yeah, I feel very blessed to have been able to be near it. And, you know, I found that that, uh, really... Sweden beat us. They knocked us out of the Olympics in 2016, really by just being quite reserved, playing really uh, tank-like defense. Tank-like. tank-like. <laughs> the people of Sweden are tank-like. tank-like. Well, they're they're a little bit reserved. They're gonna watch and see, you know they're polite. They're not gonna be like, I'm an American. I'm gonna play direct and send the ball and. <laughs> They're just like very polite and nice, and I, yeah, I kind of got the style of play. Uh. I would love to do like an analysis of the culture of a country on their style of play. Like, oh, that's fascinating. I don't know what that would look like. I mean, I feel like you'd have to invest time in the country before you really understood kind of the the coming and goings and the, the style of the people. But that would be really interesting to see how culture affects style of play. But. Amer- the American team plays like Americans. Oh, yeah. Flashy, you know, big goals, loud, like, yeah. You can do it, girls! Yeah. We're all attitude and no substance. Yeah. <laughs> that is not true. Certainly no defense. Uh-oh! <laughs> well, let's get into these two games. Lots and lots to talk about. We will start with the first of these two matches, Australia, which we won five to three. Interesting score. I don't think we've seen that from the women in a while. That that much scoring on both ends. So yes, we've been getting match. scored upon yes. three times, <laughs> but we hadn't scored five in a, in a while, and so yeah. it, it 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 felt pretty good. I had mixed feelings. We are in 
big trouble defensively, but it might not matter because those front three looked so mwah. That was something that I think Julie Foudy in her commentary in the second match spoke about how normally our style of play is you, we put up goals um, and then we have a hard back line. We don't allow goals. So maybe it, the, the goals are, um, sorry, the scores are two to zero. It may be in this World Cup, the scores are like five to three or something like that, where we are putting up more goals than we're allowing. And that's just the style of play we're, we're having. I, that, I think that might be the case, but it makes me a little bit nervous. I don't know about you, but I feel like the one thing my father's always told me, and my dad played soccer in college. He was a soccer man. Um, <laughs> he always told me, you know, defense wins World Cups. That's exactly what my dad sounds like. Defense <laughs> wins World Cups. I've met him. I can affirm. <laughs> he sounds nothing like that. He sounds like a normal, nice human being. Your dad is lovely. <laughs> Truly lovely. But I think that is sort of the thing that people say, defense wins World Cups. And I don't know if that's the kind of thing where it's like, okay, people say that because it's easy to say or if it's a truism because it's true. But it does make me a little bit nervous because we've got nothing back there. Yeah, there's a lot. And I, Jill was really playing with a bunch of different lineups over the past two games. Again, Belgium not the contender that Australia was, uh, but she was playing with different lineups, different people in different positions. I think just trying to get a hold of something that would work back there. There were points in the Belgium game and even in the Australia game where there would be a back line set for five minutes. And it would switch. And then it would change. It was really, really nutty. Yeah. I'm trying really hard not to be so negative about Jill Ellis. But boy, since when <laughs> did she make since my mom told me you really need to talk about <laughs> other things, Madeline. But oh boy, I just it, it does feel like grasping at straws a little bit. Oh, it does. And I don't think that's I mean, 60. Are we 60 days now? Even 61? I think 60. it's 60 on the dot. dot yeah. Burr, 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 burr. Woo! 60 days. I think there's only seven Thursdays left. Our podcast comes out on Thursdays, and there's only seven Thursdays left until the World Cup. That's hard to believe. Less than two months? I can't believe we're that close to summer. Nay, it's the World Cup. It's It's 75 degrees out right now. I know. It was very warm walking over. That's a fluke, though. That's going to change. Really interesting games, though. Well, starting off with, with Australia, I feel like the first thing we have to mention, or the first thing I want to mention, is Alex Morgan. Finishing off that 100th goal. Thank the Lord. Yes. Uh, you you talked about this. Everybody's been talking about it. Get it over before the World Cup, which, thank God, she did. I could tell there was a release valve as soon as that ball went in. Everybody on the team, almost, <gasps> you could see them, yes, breathing a gigantic sigh of relief. And it was a beautiful goal, beautiful. too. Wow, wow, wow. An individual effort. She spun around like four people and then just boop, popped it in, basically. Yeah. It was incredible. So I think a load must be off her shoulders. And then it really did just look so beautiful and effortless. I, most, a lot of her goals do. The From way there she on just out. Strikes, yeah. At Tobin's goal was incredible. I thought the three of them looked so well up it, there. It's such a fun, it's such a fun threesome up at the top to watch them play together. It's any one of them could score at any minute. And it's happening at exactly the right time because yeah. – 
two games ago, two matches ago, we were like, oh, they need a little more time to play together. And it's happening. They're gelling. They know where they are. It's a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah. I think having Lindsey Horan back in that lineup really helped them and allowed them to do their thing up top. (laughs) I was also so happy to see Mal not included as a starter. Mm. I know that it seemed like Jill really wanted to fit Mal into the lineup when she was forcing her into the midfield with Rose, but it just wasn't working. And I do think that Pino, Tobin, and Alex are the right players to start. And it's great to have Mal on the bench to bring someone She's in who can score. Twenty, turning twenty-one. Like I, she did it twice too. She scored. Oh yeah, the last two goals. It was within incredible. 30, her, 30 seconds. Her or first coming touch off the bench. Yeah. was a goal. <laughs> and so that she is the Mal Pugh should be the Alex Morgan. Of the 2011 World Cup. 11? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Coming in off the bench. I see what you're saying. To score a big one. I thought we were saying the next World Cup, she will be the Alex Morgan of the team. Got well, it. Y- yeah, but that is also true. Yeah. Yes. She's just, <laughs> she's got to take her Alex Morgan journey. Yeah. No, and she will. Again, she's, she's a phenomenal player. And I just think right now that piece of the puzzle may not be on that starting lineup. But my God, she's got a future. Like... I mean, the chick. She great. did start the second game against Belgium, and yeah. uh, you can just tell she's not as experienced. She's not as sharp. She misses a lot of things. Defensively, she's not good. And as she gets older, I think she'll get a little bit more solid physically, mm-hmm. and she'll be great. But right now, I like her as the super sub. I'm really happy about that. If she can come off the bench and put two goals in the back of the net every time, we'll be fine. Boom. Fine. That's my plan. Game plan. Tobin looked amazing again. Everything was working really, really well. Talk about that defensive back line for Australia. Emily Sonnet. Yeah. So the what? so the starting the starting defense, right, just to be clear. So Alyssa started in goal. Sonnet, Dahlkemper, Sauerbrunn, done. Kelly O'Hara would have that outside spot but she has an ankle injury I think that's kind of the biggest dramatic question of the roster right now which will be named before the next round of matches the 23-man roster for the World Cup we are going to find out what that is pretty soon I believe it's is Kelly O'Hara going to be able to go and everybody wants her to I'm sure Jill Ellis is yeah it's it's not a question of should she be on it it's no no will she be fit enough absolutely and Jill Ellis doesn't really have any other great options. So she's trying Emily Sonnet, who is not great at getting forward generally. She's more of a center back type of gal, but Jill is asking her to play on this outside back. And so she generally won't get forward. But then in this match, she was really involved in some of the goals, but she sucked getting back. I was going to say, I feel like some of those defensive breakdowns we just left that right side so vulnerable we can't leave that side vulnerable that player that outside wing player and crystal does a phenomenal job on the left side has to be able to push all the way forward be involved in the play at the top of the box on the other side and get back I mean it's an incredibly physical position and I don't know I'm not saying that Emily's not capable of it I don't know if she just she she hasn't shown that she is yet yeah yeah and so I just don't think that that's her spot nope but who else could it be? Oh, interesting. Oh. 
Interesting. So you might have heard on our last episode, Allie Krieger got a call up after two years. That could very well be her spot. And I think a lot of people were saying, well, if you're going to call up Allie Krieger to see if she should be on this roster to test her, why not put her in against Australia? Exactly. I, why? Do you have an answer? I don't have an okay. answer. I don't. And if anyone isn't too familiar with Australia and Belgium, Australia is very, very good. They have the best player in the world. They're they're an excellent team. They're getting better all the time. Belgium is ranked twentieth. They're you know they're getting stronger, yeah, but it, they're the not. The program is growing. They almost made the World Cup this year, but they're not. They're not Australia. They're not these world world class contenders. If we didn't beat them six nothing, that's a problem. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they're they're not great. So you really want to see in this in this two game sequence, Ali Krieger starting against the hard team to get a true test. Yeah, and if Sana isn't performing well, I don't know. I don't know why she didn't get that. Yeah, I I feel like for her, she. We'll talk about Belgium, but if it's between Sana and Krieger, or I, I don't know who who else would be a contender if if Kelly is not fit for the World Cup. Casey for you. Short. But she had an injury. Yeah, and she I feel like that's inconsistent. Like, just her physical health is mm-hmm. a little inconsistent. If I'm picking, I'm biased. I'm picking Krieger. I also think she has the experience, the the leadership capabilities, et cetera, et cetera, that you need in a World Cup. But Give her a look in the hardest game. Or don't give her a call-up. Or don't give her time. Pick one. They, they gave – she spoiler alert, she played the full 90 against For Belgium. Belgium, the easy team. It doesn't make any sense at all. Another example of Jill Ellis's insanely weird ineptitude. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if maybe she's a secret genius or something, but it just some of these decisions don't make any sense we'll at all. We'll find to me. out in June. So yeah, I don't think Sonnet looked good. One thing that was kind of fun watching the Australia game, and I promise this connects back to Emily Sonnet, <laughs> is as a as a sky blue fc fan caitlin ford lisa devanna and sam kerr have all been the star forwards of sky blue at different times so the <laughs> so the starting forwards for australia have all been the star starting forward for sky blue but never all at once that is a very interesting it's really fun i once saw lisa devanna galazzo she scored a bicycle kick i never saw that in person before it was amazing one of my most fun soccer experiences ever at your sack field the worst name field in the history of fields (laughs) your sack field is where sky blue plays (laughs) but it was go new jersey oh boy oh boy 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 (laughs) Uh, but it was really really fun to watch the three of them play together now lisa devanna I know a little bit about her being a Sky Blue fan, and she is an interesting character. She is kind of like the rebel of soccer. Interesting. She's super fast. That's the best thing about her. She's like the Flash. That's her superpower. Speed, 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 speed. And uh, apparently she just has like a real problem with authority. Interesting. Yeah, so every team she's on, she kind of ends up being a problem. So she was on Sky Blue for, I think, a season, and then it was like, oh, bye, Lisa, (laughs) because you love having her on the team, and apparently she's a problem in the locker room. It's fascinating. She once got disciplined on the Australia team for, like, wearing her shorts incorrectly. She was like, but I like wearing them this way. 
I think they've gotten her under control since then. She's a little older now. but Yeah, a little more tame. What an... In- I had no idea. Yeah, she's an interesting player. Definitely someone to look out for. And, you know, she's a bit older now, but she's still apparently the fastest person on, on Australia. Caitlin Ford is young. She's like 24 now, 23. And she's just a dynamo. And then, of course, you have Sam Kerr. Who, yeah best player you didn't say anything more about her good lord yeah she's incredible as you could tell from that game so that's a pretty formidable front yeah Mm -hmm. and we crumbled yeah we crumbled in front of them and the lisa devana goal was really nice and it was a hundred percent sonnet's fault (laughs) she just let her go yeah yeah she didn't get her step on her and that was it she was completely mispositioned so pretty depressing. But there were good things from that game. Good things. But the defense was not one of them. The defense was certainly, certainly not one of them. Oh, gosh. I have, I have nothing good to say at all about it. Ah, Tierna Davidson got subbed in for Sonnet towards the end of the game. Then Dahl Kemper came out and... And Lloyd got subbed in also towards the end of the game. So uh, they ended up playing this kind of bizarre uh, one or four, one, four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But then it let it, it's supposed to be like, oh, we're, we're going to sit back and not let any goals. (laughs) Sam Kerr scores on that. So you wouldn't, yeah, you're not supposed to score on that kind of a setup. Yeah. Yikes, what a breakdown. But we won. It's magically, pure magic. So this front is three. this is what it's going to be? Just uh, it may be. I mean Golapalooza? I mean that makes for an exciting match to watch, but it makes a very nervous Madeline. <laughs> You're going to have gray hair by the end of the I'm this pulling World Cup. my hair right now. <laughs> uh if listeners at home could see me, I'm pulling my hair. Off, out of the top of my head. Okay. It's it's going to it's just it's going to have to be okay somehow. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I I felt I felt pretty mixed about it. I I think when the game was over I was like, "Yeah, good. Yeah." It was just such a fun five, fun game to watch. Five yeah. goals, but then when I started analyzing it, I started to feel less excited. Yeah. Less and less excited. But I truly think I believe that Australia is one of the best teams in the tournament, better than their I think they're ranked 6. Right now, FIFA ranking, and I think they're actually maybe better than that. So I think that if we can beat Australia, we'll be good. I'm excited. Did you, How did you feel at the end? I was just super pumped up because it was it was just such a fun game to watch, all the back and forth and all of the scoring. And then having Mal come in and go, you know, not quite one-two because the, one, the second one was much later, but – it was it was just it was fun to watch. Yes, there were defensive breakdowns. My thing is I keep seeing these defensive breakdowns and I keep thinking that is not the starting lineup that I that I want. That is not the starting lineup that I think should be in the World Cup. So I keep feeling like okay about it because I'm thinking, oh, that's that's not our A that's not our A team in the back. But you know what? Sixty days away, we have got to figure out and, and again, I know a lot of this hinges on, on Kelly's health, but part of, I just, I've been able to push this off in my mind and in my heart, and I may have to start recognizing that that is not something I'm going to be able to push off. I think it's Kelly or Sonnet. No, there's no, no way. No. No. Okay. 
I'm not really sure what to say right now. I think, <laughs> I, uh, should I start a little drama? I think you're, I think you're, I think you're lying to yourself. I think in your heart, you know. Well, if, then it just has to be Kelly. It just has to be. It has to be. Kelly. It has I to agree. be. I'm a-okay with that. I'm just not, not that Emily Sonnet, lovely, lovely human being, I'm sure, does not belong in that right wing defensive position. Nope. Just not, not in any universe. My question is, could Tierna Davidson not do it also? She is a natural center back. But if we're going to force yeah. people to play not their positions... I would rather see her there. She was coming back from an injury and was looking shaky, but I've I've liked what I've seen. I guess the thing is, my opinion on her, she just needs a little bit more time to bake so she doesn't yeah. make simple errors and And again uh, she's 20 she doesn't have the time to bake no not not this world cup i i mean it's hard because watching the australia match and then watching the game against belgium we saw a lot of good things from a lot of players against belgium but again belgium is nowhere near the team that australia is so while i can say oh i thought davidson looked good against belgium you know you're gonna look good against you know i don't mean to say like a second class that's not what i'm but they are why can't we say that? They're a second-class team. No, They're not our class. Belgium. We outclass them. Let's talk about it. Let's, <laughs> all right, let's get to Belgium now. Okay, Belgium. Belgium, whom we are classier than. <laughs> I guess I have no class saying that, but it's the truth, darn it. It is true. We're far superior to them. Okay, I said it. <laughs> oh. I'm making Allison evil. <laughs> uh, Belgium. It was, again... Fun match to watch, especially that first half. Six nothing. Go, 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 go. It was an almost completely different lineup. It was sort of the B team lineup. And so let's talk about our front line first, the slightly less complicated part of it. Yeah. Uh, you've, you're starting Kristen Press, Carly Lloyd, and Mallory Pugh. So it's almost as if. This is these are your three alternates for your three starting forwards, and then you just switch them to the B team. Yeah, just a complete switch. Yeah, they also looked pretty good. They looked great, and again, I the same thing I said a minute ago. They looked great. They looked great against Belgium. So I don't know what that means exactly, but they connected well. Carly, I mean, <laughs> let's talk about Carly Lloyd. We, our history on this podcast is not, we're not generally the biggest fans of Carly. No. But girl had a game. She looked amazing. She looked, fin- she looked like old school Carly. She looked like world, last World Cup Carly. I, I feel sort of torn about this. So I think the reason that you and I don't like Carly is because she, she keeps swearing that she, you know, I met my prime. I met my prime. And it's like, no. No, you're not. Uh, You are not. And she was never my number one favorite player, but she was like a good physical 10 to have in there. She certainly scored a lot of goals, and I thank her for winning the 2015 World Cup for us. Thank you, Carly. Yes. She does get that recognition, but one one amazing game 
I think has blinded people a little bit to her talents. Okay. Yeah. So she looked so good, but she looked good because she was able to physically overpower the Belgians. Mm-hmm. She was running through them, getting balls. She was being getting above them. Grappy Carly Lloyd, and their fitness is bad. So was she really looking that good, or was she just super pumped up because she needs to secure her roster spot? Because honestly, I could see Ellis pulling a Landon Donovan. Uh, like Jurgen Klinsmann did, leaving that star historic player off the team who's maybe a little too old to be there. I mean, I don't think Jill would because she's just a pawn of U.S. soccer, whereas Jurgen Klinsmann was the exact opposite of that, (laughs) almost, well, to his intense detriment. But that's a whole other story. You should listen to American Fiasco. If you haven't listened to that podcast, it's (laughs) amazing. And they explain why the men's national team is so bad. (laughs) (laughs) going all the way back in its history you're right no Jill will put her on but there is a world where she might leave her off I think Carly needs to she's trying to prove no and I think she did that I mean she did that against Belgium again Mm -hmm. Belgium but she did that she she stepped up she my favorite thing about this match in particular watching Carly play is often we've maybe we've claimed that Carly is always looking out for Carly and I feel like she in addition to putting some great goals in the back of the net she set up chances for other players which I thought she did I mean I was just really impressed with with that aspect which sometimes I fault her for for not for taking the shots taking the um the plays when I feel like there's somebody else she could have passed to somebody else she could have set up an opportunity for that had a much better shot so I thought she really looked great I feel like just they came out with this energy. They were pumped. The 99ers were there. It was a fun atmosphere. Like, I feel like we just came out ripping. But that was sort of my takeaway was this B team seemed really, really strong to me. But because they were playing more direct and physical, mm-hmm. which is our style that I feel for so long we've been trying to get away from. And haven't been able to successfully do that against these European teams that have gotten better and have gotten faster and more physical and are able to play out of the back more. And maybe it's just time to realize we're going to be a direct team. We're going to win because we're stronger and more fit than everybody else and we're bigger. I guess we drank more milk or something. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, if you look at the, the goals... The aerial, I mean, everything was head. with the head. Five of the six goals were scored with heads. So either we're like one foot taller than every Belgian player out there, or or we were just getting getting the ups on them. I mean, so much more physical. And yeah. maybe it's just time to admit that. And then in that system, I'm almost like, is Carly a starter? <laughs> this is this is how turned around I'm getting. I know. They were pretty convincing. They were and Kristen I mean Preston great. I think and I loved love 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 love. I love seeing Crystal Dunn in that midfield, midfield position. The midfield was quite different if we want to talk about that. It was Lindsay Horan, Crystal Dunn in the midfield instead of the back. Uh, 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 Sam Mewis and, and Tierna Davidson. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. She was playing uh, defense. And, and Sam Mewis. And that that is a midfield that doesn't include a player like Rose Lavelle or Mal Pugh, who is really more of a forward, a fancy footwork kind of gal. Yeah. Those are three <laughs> enforcers. Yeah, and they're, they're midfield, I feel like, through mm-hmm. and through, where Mal is, like you said, she's just like a forward. She wants to be a forward. Yep. And... Putting her in the midfield is 
not doing anybody any favors. So it was fun to see that midfield play. And what this system also did, ripple effect, is it allowed Julie Johnston Mm. to, sorry, Julie Ertz, to (laughs) slot back into that center defense position instead of Abby Dahlkemper. Seeing Julie and Becky side by side gives me such just reassurance, such satisfaction in that back line. That's how we won the last last World World Cup. Cup. Yeah. So then you start thinking, should that midfield be Lindsey, Crystal, and Sam? Is this the B team or is this the A team? I got real turned around. I the thing is I would love to see this team against line up against another team that's got a bit more to them than Belgium. I'd love to see this roster swap in the other three forwards. Mm, I like that. That's I mean, what I'd really really like to see. Yeah. That would be very interesting. I just I feel like having for me having Lindsay in that midfield like in that center mid and then having Crystal on that outside. Mewis I think did fine. She did very well. I wasn't starstruck by her performance the way I was for her and um, She had that done. terrible slip in the other game mm, yeah, uh, yeah. that allowed that goal, but she recovered yeah. in this game. Yeah, I thought yeah. she had some small defensive mistakes. She's very good going forward. Um, I loved, if you guys were watching this game um, and you heard the commentary, um, Sam wore Mia Hamm's jersey that night where they did the um, – you know, women who had inspired them, and then Mia Hamm wore her jersey last, or was that last night? No, night before. My gosh. It was It last was last night. night. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, We're recording this on Monday. Monday. And then Mia Hamm wore her jersey, and I was just like, oh. So cool. My heart. Yeah. So anyways, side, side note. But um, yeah, I thought that was a really impressive performance. Again, Tierna Davidson, I thought looked really good in the back in that left position. Obviously crystal is also phenomenal in that position, but if she can be utilized better in the midfield and Tierna or somebody can hold back that left back, that left wing back position. Great. I thought crystal had a really good game. She had a phenomenal game. Although she's consistently, I think played very, very well. Mm-hmm. She was a little off in the, she believes cup, I think, but yeah, always solid. I was listening. She So she was the last cup player for the last mm-hmm. World Cup. And then she went on and to have that golden boot winning yeah, season yeah, yeah. at Washington so, Spirit. So she is um, more than proven herself worthy of a spot on this team. Oh, Crystal starting spot. Oh, no, no, I know. But I'm just saying, like, in the past four years, she has just, just taken off. Like, she's phenomenal. I'm so excited. I mean, again, wherever we want to put her, she could play. I mean, I'm sure... She, she could play, play forward. That's she, her natural yeah, position. I know. I know. Um, yeah, she could play anywhere, and I think she's going to do a phenomenal job. Yeah, I lo- please, I love that back line right now with Krieger on the right side. Well, yeah, how did you think Allie did? She did fine. It was not like, <laughs> what? She was okay. She was okay. She. I don't really blame her, though, because you can't just come in and be like, I'm perfect. Like, it no. takes time. You have to rip off the Band-Aid. And it's been two years. She looked, she looked pretty good. She yeah. looked fine. See, look, I'm not like... She made a lot of mistakes. She looked a little slow. (laughs) She was like, she didn't come off, like I said, yeah, she didn't come off ripping off the bench, but I think she played fine. And I think I would love to see her again in another match against another team. I don't know if I'm going to, but that's what I would love to see. We'll see who gets that call up. And what did you think about that goalkeeper switch? Why? I don't know. I'm glad Ashlyn got to play. I'm thrilled she got to play 
thrilled. I just like. I think she's trying to. I think it's pretty clear that Ashlyn's the number two. Oh, for sure. She's trying I, to give her more time. She looked good. She had she more looked, to do than Alyssa did in the first she half. She looked great. There were some moments of intense defensive breakdown in the second half, but that was mostly due to like weird subs happening. And like changing. Because like Crystal came back at one point. Like she came back to the defense. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff got getting mixed around. McCall's or Boney got time and Allie Long got time. I don't. Yeah, I haven't seen Allie in a long time she probably should have gotten a red card (laughs) that's the problem with Allie Long she's a little aggressive she's a little aggressive I don't think I'd like to see either of them on the roster I don't think you will get can we stop can we get these guys out of here I'm done yeah I don't I don't think you will but yeah I'm I'm really intrigued to see who's going to fill in that back that back position but seeing JJ and Becky in that middle really does something for one's heart. I would be so interested to see this lineup with the other three forwards. And I wonder if there's even a place to, I don't know, maybe even swap Mewis with Lloyd. Am I thinking Lloyd's a starter now? What is going on? Are you drinking the Kool-Aid? One game and Carly had you drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. That's what she does though. That's what she does. I don't buy her as a super sub because I feel like she causes chaos when she gets subbed in. Yeah, she plays better as a starter than she does as a sub. 100%. I agree with that. It was definitely, it was a strange two-game set because you think you're seeing all these things with the Belgian game, but it doesn't quite count the same way. Yeah. So it's really hard to temper expectations of players based on the team we saw and I'm not sure that Jill Ellis used all those opportunities in the way I would have used them but we have a lot more data now a lot more data yeah yeah and we have four games three three games in May coming up so South Africa New Zealand and Mexico the game we will be at yay very excited I my my biggest takeaway is defense is a big big problem we haven't yeah. figured it out. We haven't cracked it. I don't see us cracking it. It's so funny because I feel like we have such depth in the forward forward front three and then in the defensive end. We're just like, which is so atypical for our team. I feel like we have had solid defense for the past, I don't know, many years. It's poor coaching. Okay. Right? There's, yeah. there's and the NWSL is deep. Yeah. Why not have fostered a couple people? Longer, have that foresight a little bit. That was bad, bad <laughs> coaching. Why, why the other thing you could have done is not make Julie Ertz play that midfield position, find an actual holding mid and right. let her stay where she was, In which was working. It's, I don't understand why any of those decisions were made. JJ is more than capable, I think, of playing that holding mid. But when you have somebody like Haran or somebody who's also capable and that's their position, leave JJ where she is dynamite and then put Haran. Like, yeah, I agree with you. I would like that's I would love to see JJ and Becky in that mid in that back. And it feels hilarious that she tried it in this game. Finally, I know what? Well, it's kind of like nothing's worked. Let's go back to basics. Right. (laughs) But we'll work it out or we won't. I do think we're going to score a lot of goals in the World Cup. Yeah. We'll see how many get scored against us. 
I was listening to them talk about how if we win our group, we'll likely face Spain in the next game. And if we win that game, we would likely face France in Paris in the quarterfinals. Oof. So now it's almost as if, do we, do we lose to Sweden on purpose? What's that route look like? It's not France in the quarterfinals. I, I, I feel like you can't. You gotta, you gotta go win. You to gotta win. win. Yeah. You gotta win. I the agree. second you start, I mean, and I wouldn't pat, put it past. Also, <laughs> Jill, but France scored three times against us, but we weren't scoring then. Yeah. So if we had been scoring at that point, we, we were might not, have yeah. won that we game. We were not clicking. We no. were not clicking. So I oh, do, hopefully the clicking keeps clicking. <laughs> it's coming together. It's really coming together. <laughs> That's me clicking. That's horrible sounding noise <laughs> I'm um, so sorry the the other one thing I wanted to say just about the uh the goal score I was also really happy that that uh Alex got 101 yes I, it's also yes I feel like that's also an important one to have so now it's just like a free-for-all yep so that's she can all go to town yeah go to town chica Julie Foudy was even saying that she spoke to her and it was a mental block it, yeah she admitted it so yeah. 98 99 and then ooh. Phew, phew, phew. Uh, 99 also, speaking of 99, Allie Krieger had her 99th cap last night and, oh man, again, I know just love the person. So of course I want to see her get a hundred caps. Uh, we'll find out soon. Yeah. We'll yeah, find out soon. soon. It's possible we'll be there for it. Oh, stop it. <laughs> that would In be amazing. Person. I also love seeing, I, and I think we talked about this maybe last podcast, um, having, Allie and Ashlyn on the field at the same time. That was so exciting. It was such a cool moment. I mean, that was, as far as we know, the, the first, first time, time an engaged couple has played at an international level together. And won together. And won. Shut yes. out. Clean sheet. Yes. So. The other was- really exciting thing about that game was the 99ers. I know. Taking up yeah. all my screen time. <laughs> kind of annoying me. No. I mean, a little bit. I just, I was, I seeing Mia Ham again because I don't I feel like I don't get to see her that often she's married to Nomar I think I knew that I didn't know that yeah I Mia Ham Garcia Para yeah it was like wait Garcia Para like Nomar? yeah for sure what? come on Chica how did I not know that they have two children who are gonna be I mean <laughs> they probably hate soccer <laughs> let's not get ourselves no I, I feel like that this what happens with these, I don't know. How old are her kids? I don't, I even, don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it was, I was, it was, they had 18 of the 20 there uh, last night. And it was, so, it was cool. It was cool seeing them doing the halftime thing. I love seeing the pictures. I guess they were just before the match started of all of the players on the field. Big old happy family. All the kids, all the, like, yeah, women. Like, you net, like, I don't see men's teams doing this. You don't see, like, it, just all of those women out there are just phenomenal people and they pushed all of those children out i, I just I, <laughs> they they had a lot of kids with them they had a <laughs> lot of kids with them and i was just like damn damn ladies i don't know it was just really cool to see i thought it was it's so cool to for younger girls younger girls playing soccer now whether it be their very first rec team or they're in middle school trying to make that varsity high school team like I don't know. It's just really cool and exciting to see. I am going to be the curmudgeon here. Oh, no. I'm going to be a curmudgeon. Okay. I was super inspired by them, too. Obviously, hugely inspired. We talk about this in our first episode, if you want to go back and listen, our 99er stories. But I kind of think, like, yeah, the men's team doesn't do that. 
we need to focus on winning a World Cup right now. Mm. I was sort of like, why? They made the game go smaller so they could do interviews with Brianna Scurry and Brittany Chastain and Mia Hamm. And I was sort of like, I don't, I can we, can we take the sport seriously? The <laughs> playing of the sports, do this later? I see what you're saying. I, 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 I don't know. And I, I wonder too, I think there's sort of this shadow of the 99ers. Hope Solo talks about this in her book a lot mm. about how they were king and they lived on this 99ers thing and kind of made this group that was inhibiting progress in. Interesting. Yeah, it's pretty. I, did I don't not know that. I think they were amazing and did a lot of amazing things for women and women in general, not just women in sports. But I do think. I do. I am so. Here's the real thing. I'm so cynical about U.S. soccer that mm-hmm. I'm sort of like, can we stop this marketing ploy for a minute? Can gotcha. we do? Can we do this not right now? Even though I understand that they're very inspirational. It's great for ratings, and we should be pushing that because that's how you get young women involved and you get people excited for this World Cup through history. I just. I there's still a small part of me that's like I can't wait till we don't have to do this and we can just focus on the sport a um, little yeah. bit. But that's just me being a curmudgeon. I also understand that it was very <laughs> exciting and inspirational. I love all those women so much. Yeah, uh, In, you know, it's good. We have two different takes. Devil's advocate. There you go. <laughs> what a lame phrase. There's nothing worse than when you're out somewhere and a guy is like, "Well, just to play devil's advocate." Just like, oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. Glad I'm you sorry. know what that term means. I'm sorry. Ugh. But yeah, that was really. It was pretty cool. It was interesting. Yeah. They're doing a lot of gimmicks. There were there, were, there were a lot of gimmicks. They had children's names on their shirts in the beginning. Yeah, I didn't fully get that one. They were supposed to be the names of children that they'd inspired. They were wearing their jerseys, After and then the they gave thing. the jerseys to the kids, and they had their jersey on underneath. Gotcha. A lot of gimmicks, but yeah. that's fine. We gotta, we gotta do the gimmicks. It was uh, completely sold out. It was that full stadium. Mm-hmm. Damn. P.S. Mia Hamm owns half that stadium. Or uh-huh. something. What? Yep. Her and Nomar Garcia Barra, <laughs> husband. <laughs> they, they do own it. It's very cool. Yeah, that's pretty tight. But they sold it out, and I wonder if they were selling those tickets at the same price as they would for the men. I've, I've hate to disappoint you i feel like the answer is no (laughs) my friend katie simon our los angeles correspondent we're gonna get her (laughs) on the show as soon as we figure out how to work out telephones Uh, (laughs) she was at the game and she saw a bunch of people wearing shirts that said time's up pay now which is awesome time's up pay now or time's up payout payout sorry yeah i was gonna say it was a little quippier so exciting yeah Really, really love that. I hope we see more of that. Very cool. Good job, LA. It is nice to hear the 99ers talk about how they were fighting for equality. And I think Truly Foudy even mentioned that they thought it was just going to change. And then she was like, oh, it's slow. It's slow. Other countries are slow to catch up. Change is slow. But hopefully we'll win the World Cup and then we'll win this lawsuit. They're connected in my mind for some reason. Oof, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) let's go defense oh you're telling me also last little thing about Allie Krieger I'm gonna stop talking about her one day no do it I'll Um, be mad at Jill and you love Allie and it's it's perfect to see her in 11 I was wondering I feel like she had to get 11 back oh yeah who was wearing it wasn't it Mal oh 
was. Maybe I'm. She's I hope so I'm, young. She's she so can, yeah, no, no, super young. But I was just like for a split second, I was like, she better get a laugh. Yeah, <laughs> she had to. Yeah. Anyways, very. It good. was so fun to see her uh, brother at the game. Some pictures and stuff. From, <laughs> I love Kyle Krieger. He's a great Instagram follow. If you if you don't follow him, uh, he's the most loving, supportive brother out there it's very attractive apart from mine no i'm kidding yeah oh yeah he is gorgeous i already mentioned this last time i mean that's family it. those jeans it's crazy wowzers so yeah good a good two games a lot of stuff going on yeah we'll see what happens in may really looking forward to it i'm like anxiously awaiting that roster shall we do our players corner we shall today we decided to highlight while we were hyped on her because we're so not hyped on her normally carly lloyd carly as we said had a phenomenal game yesterday she scored her 107th goal which is kind of interesting because now she and alex are kind of in a race to the top i think alex is gonna surpass her oh alex is definitely gonna surpass her yeah she's 101 now and unless a freak accident happens don't madeline i'm sorry um yeah so she scored her 107th goal uh last night she is 36 so i one of the cool things i think about this team is you see pew and you see davidson at 20 20 mm-hmm. and then you see carly out there at 36 almost 30 she'll be 37 she'll be 37 at, at the, world, the cup. world cup girls got her fitness on i mm-hmm. will say that you mm-hmm. know like and just to see that range and um I, it's just cool the leadership of capabilities hopefully of one and the the learning of the other. I don't know. It's cool. So, um, so yeah, she's 36 going on 37. She is a, a, the star of the team, except for Alex Morgan right now. I think she lived in the shadow of Abby Wambach for much of her career, just slightly younger than her, but then Abby dominating and Carly scored a lot of goals. She did. I know you, you hear 107. You're like, wait, what? She scored a lot of goals, but not as many as Abby. And I think she lived in that shadow. And then the 2015 World Cup final came along and she had maybe the most famous hat trick of all time. It was incredible watching. It was like, what? Carly, what? Whoa, we're really winning this. (laughs) We're really winning this. It was sort of a blessing and a curse for the team because we won, but then it catapulted her in this one game to this incredible position of power on the team. That I don't know, it doesn't feel deserved to me. And I've said this before, but she's a player who's always been very like, you put a chip on my shoulder and I'll work my way out of it. She and Hope (laughs) Solo were very close. And Hope is amazing, but difficult. Yeah. She's a difficult personality. She's the one who was like, those 99ers make me want to fight against them so I can get my spot, right? Like she and Carly (laughs) share that kind of fighter till the end attitude. When I feel like a lot of the rest of the team is rah, rah. Carly is, she's like, I'm going to train hard to make sure I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. She's from New Jersey. From New Jersey. Which I love. Currently playing for Sky Blue, which is a bad place to be, but I think she wants to be at home. Yeah. She, so she is just uh, in her career record. So she's actually, she won two gold medals. 2008, 2012, mm-hmm. um, plus the 2015, of course, uh, World Cup that we've been talking about. And she was two-time FIFA Player of the Year, both 2015 and 2016. But hilariously, that 2016 was just riding off the coattails. I was undeserved. No, not deserved at all. Yeah. Really sort of baffling. Yeah. No offense to Carly. I'm grateful to her. No, I know. she's. I mean, if you look at the longevity of her career, again, I do, I think, 
I forget sometimes the longevity of her career because she was in that Abby Wambach shadow that you're talking about, but she's played a lot of matches. She's got a lot of experience. She's put a lot of goals in the back of the net and damn, she looked good yesterday. She really did. I think she has no personal life section on her Wikipedia page, which like makes sense. Yeah. She's not, she's all soccer through and through. She, she's nothing but soccer. I don't, she doesn't seem to have friends on Instagram. She just posts a lot of inspirational quotes. She's all soccer all the time. I don't think anyone's more committed than Carly. No, no. I sometimes, I mean, that's, we've, we've talked about this. I feel like with other players to get to this level, it takes that, like it takes oftentimes this like one track mind, one goal mentality. Obviously that's not for all the players. A lot of the players have very full, you know, fruitful, like colorful lives, personal lives, or at least it appears that way, but she's not one of them. (laughs) She's not one of them. She has a husband. She's married. He's a professional athlete. I'm not even sure. She's married to someone. <laughs> yeah, so she's married to Brian Holland's golfer. A pro golfer. There you go. Who knew? I, I was going to say, I remember the wedding photos. You don't hear much of a mention of, uh, of him, but they got married in 2016 after her big World Cup. She's all soccer. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of Carly. She trains really, really hard. She's had one trainer... Glanis, I think his name is, for a long time. She talks about him a lot. Like, that's her most professional relation, like her most open relationship that she talks <laughs> about publicly. She's a very private person. She's a quiet person. I I do like, I, I, I guess it's not fair because I feel mostly annoyed at her for the coattail riding of that hat trick that she scored, but she did kind of deserve it. She was under Abby's shadow for a long time. She was, and she like, I, she's worked her ass off to get where she is and just sometimes I think oh well we don't know much about her we don't know this we don't know that she is absolutely entitled to her privacy but I also think we do know everything about her in a way because I think she's all soccer (laughs) I think she's all soccer yeah she really she really does care you can't say she doesn't deeply deeply care oh my god and I would yeah I would never Never say that about her. We have some exciting games coming up. We are going to play New Zealand. We are going to play South Africa, and we're going to play Mexico. We'll see who gets called up for that 23-man roster, and we will soon let you know what we think our bracket will look like for the Women's World Cup. A lot to look forward to. Yay. I think that's all we have for today. Any parting words? Do we have any parting words? Defense, oh god! (laughs) Defense is my obsessive thought now. Yeah, (laughs) I'm just I'm just anxious for this roster release. That's oh boy, yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you can follow us at ScorePod on Twitter. Give us a shout or email us at settlethescorepodcast at gmail dot com. We'd love to hear from you and respond to your thoughtful tactical analysis emails you know that's <laughs> that's what i want to talk about tactical analysis there we go yeah thanks for listening guys bye